Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. All right, I'm coming in strong this morning. Oh, good. How dare you come for me, Scott? Oh, wow. What is happening? Right before we came on, I was like, uh, I don't even know how we, I, I threw it out there that I saw rabbits again in uh, Chateau Oprah outside in our little development. Yes. Lived there for how long have you been in your house, Holly? Uh. <clears throat> This is actually, oh, it's four years this month. Four years. Ooh. So it'll be four years this June for me because I got mine right after you, because you, mm-hmm. we do everything together. <laughs> we just got to do it together, girl. Literally. And so past four months, out of nowhere, this whole time I've lived there, I've been seeing little bunny rabbits just hop across the road, mm-hmm. and it only happens at like four o'clock in the morning. I never see them any other time. It's a prime bunny hour. Right. Ah, yeah. And I was like, girl, something crazy. What does it mean? What does it mean? And then Holly was like, well, maybe just bunnies live there. I'm like, it could mean that that's a good place for bunnies. No, I'm like, well, there has to be demons. No, demons. And then Scott's like, oh, probably because it's a Mercury retrograde. You know, we constantly put things on the Mercury and the retro and the well, grade. Well, it's not Mercury retrograde anymore. It's not. Maybe it's if not for buddies that. it is. No, They might have a whole different setup. You're making fun of me for <laughs> no. believing in Mercury being in retrograde and how it, it can affect things. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh, you, you're choking on your words now? No, I, you know, it's I don't discredit it as much as I used to, but it is funny to be able to take something and just say, you know what? Has to be Mercury retrograde. It just feels like the easy little uh, boop. People acting crazy. It feels like the student has become the master. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't get to do a podcast on Friday. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, that's because we had a lot going on. Well, because yeah. if you miss it, if you mm-hmm. don't listen to like the on air show, yeah. what happened? So uh, we were able to officially announce that I am a full-time employee over here with Cox Media Group, the company with Hot 101.5. So Yay! Yes, yes, yes. It was a big celebration in the studio. Our boss man, Will, came in and was like spinning on the ones and twos and partying. And we had a lot of – it it was busy. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we didn't get a chance to do the podcast because obviously you're now like working a lot. A lot. Um, now that it's been, you know, a whole weekend, how has that rested on you? Because we've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about you wanting to be full time yeah. and, you know, what could happen if that didn't happen because you had a deadline. Because um, a lot of that we didn't get to go into on the air on Friday's yeah. show. But how are you feeling now that it's somewhat sunken in? I mean, it, it honestly is just I'm so fired up in the best way possible to like make this thing happen and it didn't really hit until I was able to announce it Friday and we were able to celebrate it and I was really able to take the moment to be like holy crap like it all has come full circle and I put something on my Instagram at Scott Tavlin because I am a big believer and we talk about it on the podcast whenever we you know it comes up but manifestation like your goals and your dreams and putting it out there and writing it down and I like to put things out and let people know, like, if you have dreams, like, put them out into the universe. Tell the people that will listen. And I got to put, like, I 
I told you, I guess I didn't show anybody yet, but I had a vision board. I had a list of goals, and at the top it was 2020, what do you want to do with your life? It was literally a year ago, and I sat down and I wrote down about, you know, 150 different things I want out of life. And the number one thing. That's a that's a lot. It's a lot, and I, I could get to that in a little bit. But okay. the number one thing was get a full-time job in radio. And I came on the podcast probably within last year or whatever, and I, I did say it out loud. I was like, I don't know how much longer I could just wait around because, you know, I do have huge dreams and huge goals that in my head it's like it need, like we need to start making some steps toward it. And I continuously put it out there, but to actually be able to sit down yesterday, finally, like, take a moment, breathe just alone and be like, grab that piece of paper, look through it, and then write the date that it's officially completed, that I officially have marked. I have a full-time job, and this is my first full-time job ever. Like, I've never been in a full-time position. I don't even know, like, all the perks of being it, but it just feels amazing to know I've completely made it happen with the support of y'all, with the support of the fam, be able to, like, call my dad and be like, Dad, like, this this is happening. Like, I, I'm an adult now. You know, before, like, I felt like an adult kind of, but now it's like, wait, I have a career. Like, I could actually start working towards some really cool stuff, and mm -hmm. for me, it actually gives me a little signal that I'm like, okay, like, these things are possible. They really are, and this is that first step where I'm like, holy crap. Like, I think there's so much bigger to come, and this is, like, such an amazing opportunity, and I'm so grateful for it. So yeah. it's been it's been a lot to really take in this past weekend, and yesterday was the first day I really got to sit down just alone and soak it all up. Now, Holly, you were emotional on the show on Friday. Well, it just couldn't have happened to a better person. And, I mean, and here's the thing. We we knew that we wanted Scotty to be full-time, you know, um, but the problem is that the, the timing of everything doesn't always work with your timing. Yeah. Which is why I'm uh, I'm glad that you're a believer in manifestation because I truly believe that that works, which is also interesting that you're not a believer in Mercury retrograde. <laughs> hey, I'm you know, it's continuously all evolving. Energy. Anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, neither here nor there. The point is that we don't know how long it's going to take sometimes. And sometimes you do need to, like, set deadlines or at least be aware in your head of have you reached a sticking point where you've plateaued? Uh, are there rumblings that something greater may be coming? Um, so I, you just, you had some patience yeah. and you had some trust. And I was just so glad that you persevered through that because we need you. Mm -hmm. Our show became infinitely better when you joined it. So I, I was happy for you, obviously. I like you as a human, uh, as our you know, support system here. But I also am glad for us. I, I mean, like, just slightly selfishly, the the hole that we have right now is just so good. Mm. So it, it the whole thing has just been really inspirational. And I was I I got a little emotional Friday. I didn't really like have like a um a moment where I really felt like I lost control, but Miguel, you did. Mm-hmm. I did. I uh, I think there was, like, just so much in that moment because there's yeah. so – I see myself in Scott so much. Um, and actually, I, I've been wanting to talk about this. Someone said this the other day when <clears> – <throat> oh, gosh, what were we talking about? I think it was last week on the show – when I was, you know, complaining about one of Scott's candles and we did this whole thing where you <laughs> brought him in and Holly, you smelled him and whatnot. I mean, and, and I people realize that stuff like that that we do on the air, like that's obviously true feelings. 
obviously it is a little exaggerated because you know I, I poke fun at Scott and I'm really not that like I don't poke fun at anybody like that. Um, but Scott's just an easy target. Um, <laughs> we always need someone on the show that Miguel feels comfortable just slaying. Right, because I I'm not I don't do it. Right, I'm not that person. But then when I do, that means I'm really comfortable. Yeah, yeah you can find someone that you get that level of like weirdness about. Right, exactly. And so, <laughs> in that bit on the air, we were on Facebook Live. And somebody wrote, Miguel, stop bitching. You're just jealous of Scott. And then I responded. I was like, I'm jealous of him, his arms. Hell yeah. Ha ha. And then I thought about it some more. And I was like, am I jealous of Scott? And then the more I thought about it, I was like, I am jealous because I miss the optimism mm. and the, uh, yeah, just the optimism and the brightness that you have. Because I feel like as you get older and life happens to you more and you see the not-so-fun side of being an adult and of people and just life situations just wear on your soul. Like, each time something happens to you, good or bad, it impacts your soul, your mind, your body, and your spirit. And there are times where, as an adult, you do a better job of protecting yourself than others. And so in that moment, I saw what it felt like when I was that excited about everything. When yeah. I was that, like, I remember when Holly and I first started doing morning radio back in 2008, and, like, everything was this exciting new experience. And it was like, what crazy shenanigans are we going to do? And then just because you just get older and you've been doing it and living life, it's not always that exciting and different. What moves Holly and I now are a little bit different than Scott. You know, when it's something that's, different or unprecedented like that was one of the things we talked about behind the scenes that when the pandemic first started it was horrible obviously because businesses were affected and your pocketbook was affected yeah but like for us on the radio it was awkwardly exciting because our company was like let's flip the switch mm -hmm. like everything that's happening in the world is different right now than anything we've ever experienced so we can't just do a show and produce a product that is the same like we do every day because the world is not the same. Right. And so when you have to all of a sudden like shift your gears and do things differently and you're like, wow, this is crazy. It makes you feel alive. Right. Exactly. So I say all that to say that, yes, I am jealous and I hope that you continue to keep that passion, um, excitement, optimism, that you have because it rubs off on people. And as much as I, you know, and I'm being seriously, like I'll bitch at you. Or I'll be like, girl, I'll calm yourself down. Like, no, don't ever. Like I <laughs> do that just to be funny, but yeah. like never lose that. And in that moment when I was talking about you and I like lost it a little bit is because I was just so excited for what your future uh, contains and who knows it's great and it's big and it's wonderful. And it was just super exciting to say that I, I had a part in that, that I was there, that I witnessed some of it. And it was just really exciting. And then also knowing everything that you've been through this in, you know, the past 365 days, yeah, that to any other person in the world, they would have stopped yeah. everything. I mean, just not been like, I can't come in. I can't do it. I'm you. They would have let that ding their soul. Yeah. And you haven't. You have kept going. 
And so all of that happened in that moment when I sort of lost my ish um, on Friday's show. Yeah, no, I mean, I, in the moment, like, I appreciated, like, all of those words, like, you, Holly, and then Bossman Will. It's just, I think, like, all of it, it was so much to, like, really wrap my head around. And, like, I don't even think I fully wrapped my head around it all because I haven't even, you know, before, like you just said, like, the past 365 days, like, when I'm really processing everything that's happened and I think about, like, holy crap, this has happened. Like, this is this is a major milestone that I've talked about for so long. And it, it meant so much for me to be able to actually, like, bring that to my family and, like, be like, okay, like, we've been through the ringer, and I got to bring that to them, and it just, I needed that. Like, for those moments, like, it was so just joyous to be like, hey, guys, like, this happened. Yeah. And for me, like, that just felt so much because, you know, obviously, like, they've been behind me, supporting me this entire time, and to be able to have that moment, that's why I'm just like, I'm still taking time to process it, all of it, because I just, I guess I'd, I believed it would happen. I didn't know how or when or, like, that timeline, but it, to now have it happen, now it's done. Now it's like, okay, now it's official. I'm like, well, it, this is kind of weird. It really is weird. Mm-hmm. It's like I put it out there. I wrote it down, and a whole year later it happened. I think the weirdness comes from once you sort of make a dream come true, it's like this huge high. Yeah. And then for a brief moment afterward, you kind of get into this free fall where you're like, well, or what do I do? Do what? Why did it? How, what? What? And obviously, it quickly fills up with doing the thing that you yeah. just accomplished, right? And like putting the work in. But there is a like a little weird moment of like, di- what do I do now? Oh, it's just it's yeah. Because I've been working at this. I mean, you all know, like it's yeah. You've done it, and yeah. so now it's like that moment. Of like I've this was the goal for almost three years, and it's like. Holy moly, it actually happened, and it's exciting. And somebody actually wrote, a good friend of mine wrote a cool comment. It was like, allow yourself to live in the moment right now. Like, allow yourself to take a breath and really just absorb everything. And I'm really focusing on doing that right now. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? Before I even set out on another, like, huge goal for that next step, like, really take in this. Because you worked for, you know, so long to make this happen. And it's just, it really does mean a lot, too, to actually have all the support behind me and, like, reading all everyone's messages and seeing all the comments on the posts. It's just that goes such a long way more than I think you like you realize and when you comment and you're like oh congratulations like when I see that over and over and I'm like thank you like there's so many times it's like you forget that you're not alone and you see all this support and you're like wow like you all are really there and you actually care about the things that are happening so Mm -hmm. that just that means the world and that was really cool to like sit down this weekend and like read through all of it and be like Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, y'all a, got my back. It's a really cool moment. I mean, that's how I felt when Holly and I got the job here at Hot 101.5 where, you know, it was like this is what we had been working for, what I had been working for since middle school essentially yeah. and wanting to do radio, being in a big city on a big radio station, doing a show. And then when you get it, you're like, all right, so what's next? Yeah. What do you do? But then you're you just like, got it. Because you put so much effort into the getting it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you get it, and you're like, okay, I didn't quite plan for the after yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. And then it's like you you pinch yourself. I mean, this still happens to me. Like, there are times that, you know, I was, because of this job and, you know, you listening and being working really hard, mm-hmm. I was able to buy, like, a really nice car that I would, like, I think about Miguel 10 years ago. Yeah. I, like, I, he would look at me and be like, Oh, bitch, you think you fancy. <laughs> okay, bitch. 
but like now that's my reality. Yeah. And there are times, probably once or twice a week, where I'll like be coming from Publix or CrossFit and I'll get in my car and I'll be like, this is fucking weird. Like, <sighs> this is my car. Like, this, like, on the last day of my internship in Savannah, I had a car that had no bumper, had no air conditioning, like the the CD player would like scratch up uh, any CDs that I would put in it. And it's like that just this moment felt so far away Mm. and it just seemed unfathomable, unfathomable that I would ever be able to like live life successfully. And so when you finally do get there, it is such you, you have these moments of just like, this is crazy. How did we go from that to this? This is insane. So I completely understand. Um, so also talking about, there are a couple things I want to get to before we uh, close out today. Um, last Wednesday, since we didn't get a chance to do the podcast on Friday, I read a message from um, from a Miguel and Holly fan member that was like, oh my God, I've been doing a deep dive into old podcast. And she was listening to the first podcast where I mentioned that Abe and I were officially a couple. Mm. And she said that listening to leading up to that moment, it was like there was a switch that was flipped and you went from being this very self-doubty, unsecure, non-confidence type of person to like knowing what you want, being confident. And she was like, you can tell from the beginning that like this was truly different. So I pulled a clip. If you can pull up my computer, Scott. Pull the tape. I pulled the tape. I love pulling the tape. This is from September 21, 21st, uh, 2017. Oh, jeez. And I, I pulled this last week, so I don't remember where this starts. But I believe this is when I'm talking about how, because uh, Abe and I made it official when we all had to escape for uh, Hurricane Irma. Yeah. And we went to Panama City. And we'd only been dating for like two weeks by then. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little embarrassed about being like, well, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> but we were friends before that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like you met out of nowhere. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're together. We knew each other for a year and a half before that. Uh, but so this is uh, me hopping in and like telling some of that story. Or maybe not. All right. Let's try this. <laughs> Welcome to the technical difficulties. Let's see. No, nothing. Is it playing off your computer? It's playing off of mine, yeah. All right, hold on. Holly, do you want to say something? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so from my perspective, mm-hmm. it was sudden because uh and you know the only thing that made it sudden for me, and again, it's that my my opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> But uh, it's because Miguel had seemed to, like, be really liking this random other person that he had been talking to right before Abe. Mm -hmm. And, like, after the show, we would get into these conversations about how, like, he really likes this guy and da-da-da-da-da. And then, like, right when he met Abe before Hurricane Irma, he was like, oh, just nope, not that guy's done. I was like, oh, (laughs) Just cut him off. And I'm like, what do you do? Like, what? just pick. You can date around, that's fine, but I right. thought you were excited about this other guy. And so it was um, very sudden at that moment. However, once we got to the Irma point, and by the way, Irma changed a lot of stuff, I feel like, for a lot of people. Yes. Um, Damn it, was it? Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's working. Sorry, Holly. Okay, good. 
Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, by the time we got to that point, like, it had been a couple weeks. And when you said that you were going to go do, you know, Panama City, I was like, that's, that's, that makes sense. Mm. I thought, it's just that when we first heard about Abe, when I, say, I guess I mean not the air, I guess me, mm-hmm. I was like, this seems really odd that you would be talking to a person that you seemed excited about and now you're not excited. And it was very confusing. Mm. But, Fast forward only two weeks, I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. They're going to Panama City. Right. Like, it just seemed normal. Like, it yeah. just fit. Right, right, right. So, that's mm. that was my tap dance. You're welcome. Thank you. So, here is uh, some of Miguel and Holly Uncensored from 2017. I think it was one of those, we have these moments that I've never had before that it makes me kind of emotional to think about because I've never had this connection with someone before mm-hmm. to where... And this is perfect, and I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but Taylor Swift has a line in her song, um, You're in Love, on her album, 1989. And I've never understood it, and Mm -hmm. I feel like I tried to emulate it, but I never felt it. Right. Um, There's a line where she goes, you can feel it in the silence. And him and I have these moments to where we'll be talking, it'll kind of reach a lull, and we'll look at each other in the eyeballs and you can just feel this like kinetic energy that I've never felt before. And the other day, or it was right after Panama City, when we both were looking at each other and we both were like, nope, 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 nope. We're not those people. We are not saying it. We're not those people. Absolutely not. And I was like, well, what are you about to say? And then we just kept going back and forth and we're like, well, let's just, let's, just put it on the line. I mean, I mean, if we've gotten to this point, we're being honest. And then we said it. Mm-hmm. And it has never felt more right, those words coming out of my mouth, than they have before. Who said it first? Um, I did. And what did, how did he respond? He said it back. That's what happened cute. after? Cute. <laughs> you guys Ryan. remember producer Ryan? That's Ryan, yeah. That's cute. Uh, we kissed. Mm. Passionately. Yes. Mm. So what now? Um, so now Y'all moving in? Y'all adopting no. some Chinese children? <laughs> <laughs> what's, gonna, what's gonna happen? No, now we we just we live it. We just live out, you know, I mean, since things did move quickly, we're still learning, you know, each other's love languages and, you know, how we communicate with each other, the good days, the bad days. Mm-hmm. Um, like I already know, you know, that uh, if 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 his um, texts are kind of short, mm-hmm. he's having a bad day, and I, I've already learned quickly that it's not about me because mm. we've already had one of those days where it was like really short answers, and I was like, oh. And of course, I moved to worst case scenario, and I'm like, I know he didn't like me. I knew it. It was just an experiment. What's that? It's wrong. It's gone. It's done. And then I called him, and we chatted, and I was like, okay, so I, just if you are mad and it's work or you're just mad if you just say hey i don't want to talk then i will leave you alone and when you're ready to talk let's talk and he did that and then he called me later that night and he was like well here's what happened at work and here's why i was upset and i'm like perfect i got you mm-hmm. i got you just tell me that then it can put me at ease and then i can and if you want me to help you or if you just want to yell at me about what happened in your day and I, I can be there to help you out, whatever, whatever. So we're just learning. So now it's just learning those things about each other that even though even we were friends, but we weren't like best friends. So that's from uh, September 21st, 2017. Wow. 
Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. That like, is really cool to hear. Having that and hearing it, it's I can hear it in my voice. I mean, that sounds so different because usually, and Holly, you more so can speak on this because you were there mm-hmm. for all of the frogs mm-hmm. that were kissed before. Oh. Well, it was a, just, just a difference because I think I said this either on the air or on the podcast where it's like after uh, a date, maybe two, you'd be like, this is different. Right. But the, <laughs> but the this is different always sounded like you were trying to convince yourself to force it. and mm-hmm. not us. Right. And I would say that Kramer would probably agree with that, too. Right. You, y'all know Kramer. He'd been on the podcast before. We used to work with him in Panama City. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it wasn't often that Kramer and I would team up on you. <laughs> but those would be one of those, like... Just things where you'd be like, but it's so different this time. And we would just not even sometimes overtly, right. but just like shoot each other a look and be just like, be like, mm. been to this rodeo before. Uh. Not not that we were like making fun or, or and I want to make it clear, it wasn't like um, this dumb bitch. It wasn't. <laughs> it was more just like, mm. well, let's take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Right. Let's take it slow. Right. Um. And but it but like I said, it it used to just sound like. I'm convincing myself, right. and you know the difference is, I know myself. Mm. So, I was I was excited. I'm glad. Like, hey, also, what kind of an interviewer am I in like those moments? <laughs> Not a good one. No, you ask great questions. So I, I'm glad I did ask them though, because I'm like, God, why are you with the stupid questions? But I am because it felt real. Right. Like for. Hearing it from your end, so I love it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to hear that. And you know, we had a meeting Friday with our wedding planner uh. and the florist, and just sort of talking through ideas and like the rundown of like you know, sort of how and just passing out or giving out more ideas and whatnot. Um, and just hearing that contrasted to how it started, it's just. It's it's been a wild ride so far, yeah. and it will continue to be so. So I just I'm really appreciative of Jill Miguel and Holly family for Jill for uh, pointing that out. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, we have a couple of Miguel and Holly fan members that have been like, "What is the platypus posse?" Oh, I knew that would happen. What is it? Why platypus? Why do I see this in the comments sometimes? Yes. Why do y'all say it in the podcast? So I feel like every couple of months we have to sort of like just do a reset of yeah. like, what is the platypus posse? What does it mean? Yes. Do you remember, Holly? Um, well, we were looking. It was a it was like most things. It was not planned out. No. But we were sort of looking for a name for people who listen to the podcast. Right. Because it's a different audience. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some of you that listen to the show and then found the podcast and do both. There's randomly some people that only know the podcast. Mm-hmm. There are some people. It's just there's a there's a wild mix. So we were like, and I don't remember exactly what we said before we got to platypus. <laughs> and it, I think it was actually worse than, yeah. than platypus. It was, I don't even know. Oh. It was like my blueberry muffin or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was something real stupid. And so we were all tossing out these names of like, because where did... 
I can't remember. Like, for the only thing that comes to mind right this minute is like Cardi B has her Barty gang. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. musicians have their followers. Selenator. The Selenators. Selenators. And, uh, and the Beliebers. The BTS Army. Mm-hmm. They they have like group names. Yeah. Right. The Levotics, whatever. Yes. So that's what we were talking about. And then we were talking about how we should come up with a name. And again, I don't remember, but I vetoed the first thing because I thought it was so dumb. And then I think it may have actually been Scott. Yeah. Who said platypus. Yeah. And then, like, Miguel was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, no, no, I don't like platypus either. <laughs> and then I'm like, what are we going to, we're going to be kind of like, like the platypussies? Like, what is that? <laughs> so, and then uh. we kind of left it and didn't address it. And then the next podcast, it was like, hey, platypus. And I was yeah. like, no, oh, it's stuck. Yeah. This is it. That's it's, what happens. It got stuck. And so out of absolutely nowhere and Scott's weird-ass brain. That's how it works. Became platypus, yes. which has nothing to do with anything. No. Nope. So then we just started calling out the platypus posse. So that's how it was born. So that's why, if you're listening, you are part of the platypus posse. I wish there was a better story, but that's it. <laughs> it was us trying to come up with something, Scott saying platypus, and then it just stuck. And I think it was like a year ago because I remember. I thought it was longer than that. No, because I remember thinking about it when my uncle and aunt came to visit. And it was like one of the last few weeks before the world shut down. Mm. We were at uh, Eulalie in Tampa. And I just remember because it was like later at night than normal. And I was just thinking, trying to keep myself awake when I was heading home. Um, And I was like, platypus, that's so weird. But I kind of like it, but it's weird. I'm up late for dinner with my uncle. But then there's this like weird possible pandemic coming our way. Um, And so that's how it was born. Speaking of that, since we're about a year at the pandemic mark now, like (sighs) just life. Like... And recently, I've been looking for some pictures for something, and I happened to land on, like, the first two weeks of March 2020, and just going through the pictures, and you can see at, like, different points when it's getting a little bit more serious, where... I remember, I think it was like the last week in February, uh, we went to this drag show at the Hard Rock, which (laughs) they were supposed to start doing drag brunches there. Yes. And then I remember one of the drag queens at the end, she was like, y'all make sure to wash your hands because there's this thing. It ain't no joke. And we were like, ha ha, that's crazy. (laughs) And then I remember we took pictures with everybody, all the drag queens afterwards. And I was like, I wonder if this is going to be one of those like moments where we look back and we're like, ha, remember life before? But That's then everything it. kept going, and then I remember uh, we did it. I think it was our last teacher of the week we did. We went yes. to a school, I think, in Clearwater, and we were like, so, like, should we do this? I know. Should oh, we drop yeah. off food? Yeah. It was such a weird, it was like a slow trickle of information at first, mm-hmm. and, like, every new thing you heard was a little weirder and a little worse. Yeah. And so on that Friday, like, that's the I, maybe one of the first days that our building put hand sanitizer out. Yeah. And so we were like, as long as we put hand sanitizer that's on. Fine. That's Wash your all hands. all you need. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Exactly. Scott even did the bi virus thing. Yep. And we were like, oh, we can... All you do is wash your hands. Yeah. Like, just don't... Maybe don't shake them. Oh, my God, that's so weird. And then that and trickle then became a whole avalanche of information. Seriously. Like, last night, Abe and I went over to uh, some friend's house and um, we sat outside. We had on masks. We went inside. But, like... 
we haven't hugged them in like a year. And so it was just like the, hey, from afar. Yeah. But it's just so crazy how things just become normal. The norm, yeah. Walking and, around with a mask now. Right. Like, that's just the normal thing. It's just everybody has on a mask. Do you remember? Like, I remember talking about it on air on how, like, I, I wasn't wearing a mask in the beginning. I remember it, like, you said you thought it, it felt would weird. make yeah. you not look masculine yeah. enough. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. And it's like, oh, now it's just kind of like the normal thing. If you don't have on a mask now, if you go in, like, the grocery store, you're now the weird one for not wearing the mask. And you're like, hmm. How the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, when we were at Costco, Scott and I went to Costco this weekend, and we were standing in line, and uh, one of the ladies towards the front, the managers, she like yelled across the registers to like another employee, and she was like, Tell him to pull his mask up. And everyone was like, what? And so then, of course, everyone looks back, Ooh. and then there's just this poor guy who just was clearly frazzled. Mass just right here, and everyone was like, "Ooh, you in trouble! You better put your mask up." Oh my goodness! A year ago, only like one or two people were doing it. Yeah, and even in like some TV shows I'm watching right now, like the show Your Honor with Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Um, I'm they filmed it, I believe, like what straddled when things were beginning, and then or before things, and when things started. And so, like in the series, they're like, "There's this." coronavirus thing happening and so like there's like one person in the courtroom wearing a mask and then like over time you see more people and i'm like wow wow so strange but that's how it all happened in real life you know and this is where we are now a year later we'll have to pull some audio from like the first couple of podcasts we did as an anniversary to tipping our hands to like here's where we've been for a year but good news though vaccines are are coming fast and furious uh, they just approved the single dose Johnson and Johnson mm-hmm. uh, vaccine that is starting to ship. My mom got hers on Friday, her, oh, f- her first go. dose. Wonderful. How was it? It was fine, and everybody there was super nice. We had some, we have some um, fam members over the at the uh, place where she went. <laughs> oh, good. The county. Um, so that was really cool. I dug out. I got to get some stickers in my purse because that was the last one. I gave her a sticker. Thank I got you for listening. Um, and I, I went to the bathroom and then I could hear them through the door. And her and another guy that apparently listened were saying how great of chemistry we have all together. And we're just oh. so real. And I was just like oh. peeing and I'm like, <laughs> thank you, girl. So it was just it was cool. And my mom had a fine time. Like I'm, I've been worried because she's been worried and she didn't want to get it mm. like Probably a lot of people. Absolutely. So I said, sorry, this is something we're doing. Right. And so she begrudgingly, actually, I think it's just grudgingly, came along and, you know, um, she had her shot on Friday. No bad reactions, which, like, it's almost you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Right. Because let's say I took her and she had a bad reaction. She'd be like, look what you did. Let's say she, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you don't have to get it. And then she got coronavirus and it was a bad case. Right. I'd She'd be like. Well, why didn't you make me get the thing? So, it, again, it's tough. It's tough. But she got her first dose. Everything was fine, Wonderful. thankfully. Now she goes back in 21 days to get the second shot. And I have heard some people that's... are having a rough time with the second shot. Yeah. One of my friends that's a nurse, his second one, I think he got it on his birthday. No, it was the day before oh. because he knew he had planned to sort of be down for the count for that day when he got the second shot. Um, and we we're supposed to do something with him that second day. But even the next day, he was just like, I am just, I'm spent. I yeah. can't. So we had to cancel everything. So my one of my friends, you know, do you know in other states, like 
people our age are getting vaccinated. Oh yeah, I've I've yes, I have some friends that have that feel guilty about it, and so they haven't posted about it oh. because they were like, but you can't help it. That's your state, and that's what right. they're doing right now. And I have a friend who uh, got her second shot last week as well, and she said she slept for 11 hours straight. Holy crap. And oh. just didn't feel good for about two days. And then mm. she's like, but I'm vaccinated. And I was like, cool, cool. So wait, you're just allowed to get shot. Like, you can't even, it's not even in the lingo here in Florida yet. Yeah. No. For no. anyone under the age of 65. Like the summer. Yeah. So that's why I'm yeah. like, I'm, but some of my other friends, it's so funny. They're like, "Well, I can't, I can't post about it. I can't do the like, got my vaccine. Here's my card." I'm like, "Well, girl, do what you got to do." But no, it's good. I mean, it's good for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be heck? safe. Absolutely. The, and listen, if you can get it, you should. Yes. Absolutely. And, and if it's safe for you, because they obviously ask you a lot of health questions, right, right, allergies, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, follow guidelines. But yes, so I'm, I'm glad she got the first shot. So, and it is weird. Vaccines are rolling out, but I also feel like. In Florida, like, there's been some crazy, but we've also sort of learned how to live. Yeah. And that's what I feel like the biggest thing is with this whole pandemic that is still going on. Yes. A year later. Yes. Learning how to live so that you're not damaging your mental health in the process of keeping yourself physically safe. Right. You've got to find a balance in some way, in some way. And that goes for any state. I'm not sure. Different states have different restrictions and whatnot, but you got to find a way to take care of your mental health. While also protecting your physical health. Agreed. Because uh, Abe's best friend that lives in Seattle, I mean, he said it's it's been really, really rough because they're still shut all the way down up there. Right. And that's why he's traveled here to Florida so much over the past few months or weeks because it's so cold and rainy and wet and, and you're, everything's oh, shut down. There's nothing shut down. going on. Nothing's yeah. going on. So um, just... We've gotten more info, right. and that's what I, I just encourage people to even go to the CDC website mm-hmm. and see what they recommend if you want to just go straight to the source um, because we have learned things. It's not like – and I remember, and maybe we, you know, in another week or two we can pull some audio from those first couple weeks when our lockdown happened. Right. You forget, but we thought we could just get it by, like, walking outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we didn't anywhere. know what it was going to do. People were dying, and so it was, like, really scary. I feel like some people have not learned since then right. what we've learned. Right. Like, some people are still, like, just going with, like, okay, well, I'm going I'm to walk outside and die. Right. So I don't understand what all these people are doing. There's been other education yeah. from the CDC that's come out. So mm-hmm. I just, I my my goal is always just education. Absolutely. Listen, I don't think I've ever, I I have not in my entire life visited the CDC website more so until I had the coronavirus. Right. I was like, Bookmark is one of my favorites. <laughs> exactly. Hey, y'all. Yeah. So anyway, that's all. Scott, what's all your social media? Uh, at Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Miguel Fuller for Instagram, TikTok, all the good stuff. Radio Miguel on Facebook. Make sure to check out the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel where you can watch the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast happen there. And make sure wherever you're listening for Miguel and Holly Uncensored to leave us a rating and a review. We really appreciate it. And if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, just shoot me an email. Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. Thanks for being in the Platypus Posse. Until Wednesday. Catch up, catch up, catch up. Catch up with-
with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.